When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The best in college football. The best in college sports. This is College Sports Now. Three, two, one. <laughs> you did that Are you on kidding purpose. kidding me? You did that you on did purpose. It, it on I psyched purpose. myself clearly up. Clearly you did it on purpose. I psyched myself up, man. Let's Just talk do some it again. Just let, do it again. Let's Just do it again. Let's talk football. Three, two, one. Let's talk football. Our man Roddy Jones from the ACC easy. Network is with us. No countdowns. We it's just do it hard. in one take. Look, I, I'll be honest, guys. I'm shaking off the rust. I haven't done a show in a week, and I've got all kinds of uh, barbiturates floating around in my system. Barbiturates, good word. From Christmas, we're getting ready for New Year's. Uh, Cerber and I are like not really on the clock. Like we're getting holiday pay for the next like week and a half. Um, so I'm I'm on vacation, but we've got all these bowl games. And we got to talk football. So, Roddy, uh, we're going to talk ball. We're going to try our best. It's been difficult. We don't have a guest lined up for today because everybody's been giving us the Heisman stiff arm and being like, nah, son, can't do it. I got stuff going on. I hear girls crying in the background. So this is great. We're, we are we are ready to rock and roll. How was everybody's Christmases? Sir, you want to go first? Yeah, had a good Christmas. It was good. Krumpus didn't put me in a sack. We're good. Big win. Crumpus? <laughs> That's right. I don't know what Crumpus is. He's half demon, half man. And he uh, he puts uh, he puts children in burlap sacks if they've been naughty, beats them with sticks. Is and, that a real uh, thing? That's a real thing that I grew up with. Oh. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's got chains that, you know, rattle around when he, comes, when he comes through. You know he's there if you hear the chains scraping around. He did not come because everyone was good in this house. So I have no idea we who spared. that is or what's going on. Uh, instead of you guys listening to my toddlers faintly crying for the next 10 minutes in the background, I'm going to go make sure that none of them are, like, like severely injured. Okay, so Roddy, go, go tend to your family. That's more important than your CSN family. Uh, I, Cerber, what did you get for Christmas? What was the best thing you got, bro? Man, I don't, I don't know about best thing I got. I mean, because technically, my wife and I got a brand new bed for ourselves. Like a, we got a purple mattress, baby. They do, they do not 
pay this uh, this podcast. So Not yet. That's the only mention they get for now. But um, yeah, we got a new bed. So. Are you sleeping better than you've ever slept before? Yes, I am. Really? Um, yeah. I mean, we spent a lot of money. This thing was pretty expensive. Um, and it's the first time I've had a bed that was like multiple thousands. You know what I mean? Like usually you just go get a mattress down at the mission. <laughs> and it's got like springs in it and shit. And it makes sounds when you get up and off of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mattresses these days don't have springs. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, well, what we had was a memory foam mattress, but it was a memory foam mattress from the discount section of you know the mattress store um so it was not like it was not high dollar like very very nice this one is um so it's been a it's been a game changer for sure good for you other man. than other than that i mean I, I got a i got a sound bar for my tv yep um that's a good thing but the sound bar is kind of fat so i have to my tv is not mounted to like the wall phat currently. or fat <laughs> it's like fat both um yeah, uh, I guess it is both, but like uh, my it it sits above where the TV screen is. So above the TV? I, no, 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 no. I mean, like the bottom of the screen, right? Like it cuts it off if I set it directly oh, in front gotcha, of the television. Gotcha. So I'm gonna have to mount the TV to the wall for it to really, because I I don't have it plugged up right now. Because it's just, I mean, I, I can't I can't be missing the lower third. Um, so. I mean, that was a good thing. I got a Mick Jagger book, like a biography on Mick Jagger. Uh, got some clothes. Got a Dolphins hat. I would say that Dolphins Mick Jagger win. biography is probably uh, probably a little incomplete. We don't know how the story ends there. Yeah, no ending. <laughs> Look at Roddy dropping some musical knowledge on the show. Uh, Hot Rod, yeah, what did you Jagger get? Mick Jagger alive. Uh, yeah. That's knowledge dropped. <laughs> what did you get for Christmas? What was the highlight from your haul? Um, the wife got me some AirPods. That's cool. Fantastic. Um, the, uh, the highlight, the thing that I was surprised about that I didn't know I was getting that I got, which is fantastic was, uh, she got me a set of 14 helmets, little mini helmets for all the 14 ACC teams. So I've been having fun with those, just like dropping random ones in random places. Like you never know where Boston college is going to pop up. Georgia Tech is always in your face. Virginia, mm, we don't really think about Virginia that much. So Virginia kind of stays on the mantle. Wow. Clemson is like lording over the entire house. You never know where Clemson's going to be. He actually ended up on Woody's head the other day. So you never know. Like Woody is a Clemson Tiger now. Uh, so, now our, that was fun. Uh, just to clarify, are we talking about the like the the pack of of yes, 14 like mini helmets. The, these are the small mini ones. ACC helmets. Yes. These are the small ones. Got it. Okay. Small ones. They will fit on an action figure's head. I know. If the okay. action figure has a small enough head. Because I was like, bro, if she got you like 14 like mini helmets, that's baller status. Like that would no, be awesome. What, so what would you qualify those as? Like those are like replica. No, those are like replica helmets. Those are like mini replica helmets. I know oh, what you're talking see, about. If you just said mini, like if you'd have told me mini replica, I would have thought I would have gone to like the child size. Not the child size, but you know, like the like the ones that you can sign. Yes, the ones that fans get you to sign. Yes, yeah. you've signed a few of those in your day, haven't you, Roddy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, but. I I know the lingo because I am uh, I'm starting to dabble, not not for the first time, but again, in the uh, hobby and collectibles industry. Uh, your boy got wow. some basketball cards for Christmas, Christmica, Hanukkah, Christmas. 
I got some cards. I'm back in the game, bro. I'm back. So I have a I have a question about that. I didn't ask you before. And man, like, does it feel good. <laughs> are, <laughs> you got them prisms. Right. There's a, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot there to unpack. Like first off, your why basketball cards? Like why are you excited about this now? I've always collected basketball cards. Like no disrespect to like the rookie class of quarterbacks in this year's NFL. Um, but I've, I've always been a basketball guy. I like, I, I like the, the, I like being a prospector in NBA okay. hoops. But like, oh, do you just keep them just to say one day, say, Hey, I had a LeBron James, St. Vincent, St. Mary's card. I keep them because you want to check out these rookies. That's why I keep them. Cause I got rookie cards for days, bro. So yes, it is Are they valuable. Duh. Do you not? Roddy, do you not keep up with what's going on in the card game these days? Do you not? Are you are you completely no, oblivious you're, to what's happening? You're, you're gonna you're gonna have to enlighten me on what's going on in the card game these days. It's popping. Oh, okay. Like it's popping off. Now again, I'm not dabbling in like jersey patches and autographs and like one of one parallels. One of one being like there is only one of these cards in the world. In the world, get, Craig. I, in the world. I, I mean, yeah, I get what one of one means. Yeah. I'm just talking about your base rookies, man. Like, do I want to have some Trey Young, Zion Williamson, Luka Doncic Bro, rookies? Don't, yeah. Don't 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 Atlanta Hawks it. Go with the Doncic, not the Trey Young. He was a Hawk for a second. They were both Hawks, and one still is. And bro, I, I mean It's the I, wrong one. Guys. Sidebar, Hawks might be good. Stop. Hawks are good. I tried to tell y'all, bro. Tried to tell y'all. You know how this ends. Yeah, Gallinari, of course I, of course I know how this ends, but I'm just saying, sidebar, Hawks might be good. Bro, we're about to lock up. No. We're going to lock up the three seed in the East. We're going to get wow. bounced in the conference finals, and that'll be our lot in life for the next 15 years or Trey Young. Hey, Whereas, like, I'll Luka, take that. I'll take once, that right once now. Bron, once Braun seeds the West to the next heir, the Mavs and Luka are going to be They're going to meet Giannis and the Bucks in the finals for six of the next – 12 years. Hey, other other sidebar, did y'all see Steph hit all those threes? Yeah, yeah. He choked was, on 106, though. Eh, whatever. 105 three-pointers. Bro, my prediction the about difficult the— point, That's the most difficult place to hit a three, too. It's the easiest place in the, to hit a three. No way. That's all. That's always the most difficult place for me. Serber. <laughs> like, the stats say a corner three is the best shot in basketball. Not for me. It's, Not for me. It's short. Not for me. <laughs> no. It's, it's the shortest three. In, in, it's on the, the best floor. shot in basketball because it's hey. the highest percentage. It's the highest percentage shot of the highest percentage of the highest point shot. Not for Serbs. I, I got to be careful saying <laughs> this for Serber. I got to be careful saying this, but length doesn't really matter. <laughs> it's more of an angle thing. <laughs> That's phenomenal. So I also got a chainsaw for Christmas, and I'm here to tell you guys it's a game changer. Bro, you had a badass Christmas. Yeah, my I told. What else? Hey, what did you get with the chainsaw? Did you get anything, any accessories? Yeah, I got like a, um, it's like a protective hat slash eyewear combo with headphones. Yeah, so it's earphones and a hard hat and a hard hat and a face shield, right? Like It's, it's a hard hat with uh, earphones that go around your ear yep. and it's got a drop down metal shield with a visor. How do you feel about that? 
Well, here's the thing. It is the adult equivalent of my wife sending me out into the world with like knee pads, elbow pads, wrist guards, helmets, like the whole shebang. Yeah, all you need is all you need is some clear glasses, man. You don't need that whole deal. Now, it does it is nice that it comes with 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 things to go over your so you can play music, but like, yeah, she's She's putting oh, no, you on no, no. roller skates, loaded up. Yes, these aren't these aren't headphones that plug into anything, Roddy. These are just like uh, yeah, these are noise like yeah, production. these are just keep the noise out. Oh, ears, so it's not even the my cool ears kind. Are sens- no, no, no. It's like my ears are sensitive. Gotcha. I have sensitive okay. ears. Now, in fairness, um, my ears are my instrument. Like that is you know like these are like if I didn't I have your, your these... voice is your instrument. Well, yeah. it's not yeah. a. Cr- I mean, it hasn't really. Sure, but the ears you get by with one ear. Nah, nah, not in this game. Not okay. in this game. Definitely. We have fi- server. You, you and I have. And, you and you I have edit. finely tuned ears, man. Finely yeah, you, tuned. You don't edit anymore. Finely though. tuned for what? Highly coveted ears for sound. You're not right, in that, but like, what are he's you? Not, you're, he's he's not in that edit game anymore. Though. I'm in that There's edit real, game, bro. No, I, I edit. What are you yes, editing? I do. What I, are you editing, man? I edit shows, man. I edit stuff. And All also, right. like, even even so, it's not like you're trying to get everything. It's not like a musical piece where everything has to be. Like, if it's a little off, no one's going to know other than the other audio people who actually have two ears, which I'm starting to think may be less and less because of the possibility that you may only have one ear at some point. No, I mean, in fairness, like, Cerber can speak to the musical ear part of this better than I can because he actually, you know, plays instruments and has, like, recorded stuff. But with what we're doing with live audio broadcasts in in the sports community, and I'm not talking about college sports now. I'm talking about actual like you know revenue generating broadcasts. Um, you have to have an ear for that. Like you have to be able to be like, do you hear what's happening? Like do you actually hear this? Like somebody's mic isn't working. The effects are too loud. There's a bad. Like there's a bad mic wire not working, and the effects being too loud. I feel like that could be that could be heard by a one eared person. No, yeah, one ear, one no. ear fine. I've seen a one-eared person in our studios, bro. I have too. He, he handled it. He was fine. Also, I hate to break this to you, Stephen, but it like none of that really matters to the person that's listening to whatever show that you're doing that on on AM radio. That's you know. that. That's what I would expect to hear from a guy who works in television, Roddy. That's 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 very on like brand FM radio. For you. FM radio, they may be able to tell if somebody's mic knock mic isn't working, but AM radio, where most of your consumers are going, like they're not gonna know. There's it's a scratchy. L- there's anyway. a, no, look, man, don't belittle my industry, even though yeah. it is dying and is going down. I'm not. Be- I'm not belittling your industry. I'm yeah, saying, yeah. I'm, no, I'm it's saying, not dying. It's dying. reinventing I'm itself. All of, I'm saying all of this to let you know that you could do it with one ear. Nah, nah, you offended him a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Let, let's talk football, shall we? Uh, I started the show by saying we're here to talk football, even though I had a false start and you had to back me up five yards because of my countdown. We are going to talk ball. There are games coming up involving like actual Power 5 football teams. Um, cheese it Bowl you, Tuesday night. What, let's you go. Mean, That's you mean what about... What about the potential de facto claimed national championship game between Liberty and Coastal Carolina? You Don't, didn't count that? I watched... Very, very little of that game. And to be honest, Roddy, of all the games that have that have taken place, um, I and, and I'm usually bowl guy. Like I usually get into this stuff. Um I haven't, man. Like feel free. The, the floor games, the games have been trash. The floor bro. is yours. Like if you've got some takes on, you know, what you saw with, with Buffalo and Marshall, like I'm here for it. But these games have really underwhelmed to this point. 
they've been hot garbage. The games have been terrible. Like Liberty Coastal is the only one that you would say was a good game. Like yeah. Louisiana. What'd you say? But well, Coastal like didn't look good. Like for the first half, though, it wasn't a very good game because like Coastal was playing bad ball. Yeah, Coastal was playing bad ball, but this was also a Liberty team. It was the best team that they had played all year, and I include BYU in that. Sure, like, sure. Liber- Liberty's a Liberty's a pretty good team with a lot of guys who would play elsewhere. Like Malik Willis, uh, with the exception of of Zach Wilson, like Malik Willis, maybe the best player outside of the Power Five uh, on offense, at least at the quarterback position. So, um, like I I think I think Coastal, yeah. I, it was not Coastal's best performance, but I left that game not thinking that Coastal was as good as Liberty. I, I thought Liberty was the better football team by the end of it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, even the one game that was entertaining right. some, to some extent, it wasn't like you had, you, you had, yeah, you had to kind of like you had to stomach a little bit of it before it before it got interesting. Yeah. Well, Roddy, what do you make of of what's upcoming? I mean, you're you're going to Memphis here in a couple of days because you've got um, what is it, the Liberty Bowl? Is that right? Liberty Bowl. Yeah. So, I mean, you're 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 getting ready to nail the dismount here on the college football season. But, I mean, look, we've got games coming up over the next several days, and 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 before we sign off, we will get your official college football playoff predictions. I want scores of each of the two semifinal games. We're going to put Ooh. this in a document. We're going to have you on the record. We're going to have our man Wayne on the record, Felder, Serber, myself. I thought, I thought Wayne usually stays out of that stuff. I got to talk to Wayne because he normally does a Rose Bowl pregame show live from Lot H in Pasadena. I don't oh, know doing? if that's happening this year. Because you think you think he's gonna do the Rose Bowl show with the Rose Bowls in Dallas? I mean, that would be mi- fantastic. Well, he might. There's some contractual stuff going on with oh, the Rose this is Bowl. Legit. Yeah, Got no, it. like he is part of the Rose Bowl pregame coverage. But <laughs> um, what do you think about that whole deal? Like the, the the fact that the Rose Bowl still has to have its name on it, even though it's not in Pasadena and all that stuff. It's classic college sports, man. This is, I mean, it it's all. Window dressing, like it's all about revenue, every single part of it. The fact that it's the Rose Bowl presented by City, is that the sponsor? City, whatever. I mean, or or Pacific Northwest, whatever bank, whatever it enterprise is, is sponsoring uh, that. It thing. is now the Rose Bowl game presented by Capital One, See? and to the bank, I would guess that that's pretty important, Stephen. Oh yeah, it's very important. You're gonna have to mention the sponsor on your bowl game coming in and out of everything. It's not the Liberty Bowl. It's Go ahead. The Who's AutoZone the Liberty Bowl. There you go. Come in for a free battery change. Go to AutoZone for all your auto needs. Yes. AutoZone. It look, it it's um I, I mean, I don't get emotional about it because it is what it is. If you go to a football game these days, and that doesn't happen in a COVID world, but all of the all of the suites, the majority of the premier, like the the good tailgating spots. All that stuff is corporate, man. Like, it's not mom and pop just hanging out with the turkey fryer anymore and the satellite dish. All of it is corporate, sad. man. Walk sad, around. Man. Well, sad. look, it, it's not it's not totally sad because it enables, it, it props up things like what you're a part of with the ACC network. It props up the college football playoff. There's a ton of revenue. Like, that's, that's why true. this wheel continues to spin. That's why we're busting our tail breaking down some of these bowl games that have, you know, sponsors attached to them. By the way, uh, we did have a Music City Bowl cancellation uh, over the weekend. Don't that know if you guys caught that. That would be the trans-perfect Music City Bowl. 
I'm not sure what that is. Is that a Caitlyn Jenner reference? Like I don't I don't really know what that is. But the music Steven, they are an important and valued sponsor to us. You do not decry trans perfect. Server, what is Transperfect? Like what is that? What do they what do they sell? What are they hawking? Transperfect is global translation solutions. Um Oh, like Rosetta Stone. Exactly. But you can navigate the global marketplace with Transperfect Business Solutions. Learn how our global translation language and localization services can help you, Stephen. Okay. Please. Okay. Lord of mercy. <laughs> That's great. Uh the Music City Bowl is not happening. We are robbed of Missouri and Iowa. R.I.P. Music City Bowl. Uh, I would not be surprised if there are others. You know, Christmas is a time for people to get together, and and, and I know that that's been discouraged in COVID, but, like, some of these, like, January 2nd bowl games, some of these December 30 bowl games, I I am concerned about these. So we'll see uh, how it all plays out. Uh, Particularly the ones that involve schools that that are in the Southeastern Conference because they've been dropping like flies, man. I'm not trying to throw stones at the SEC. It just means more. I get it, except for when it comes to COVID because, like, their schools have caused a number of bowl cancellations. Yeah, and, and look, man, where are these bowl games being played? Florida, Texas, North Carolina, Texas, Texas, Arizona, Tennessee, Texas, Georgia, Florida. Like, there's a trend here, okay? There's a trend. Um, I, I FaceTime I with my boy on Christmas who lives in San Francisco, and he's like, man, yeah, we haven't been out of the house in a couple of days, yada, yada, yada. We're under all these restrictions. What's going on there? I was like, what do you mean what's going on here? He was like, with the restrictions. Like, Excuse me? Restrictions? Bro. It is a light suggestion if you want to wear a mask down here, but restrictions? No, no, we don't do that. Yeah, I mean, at last check, Georgia didn't have a mask mandate. Florida doesn't have a mask mandate. Uh, North Carolina does, for the record. But um, yeah, look, it, it, this is not, this is not a. Uh, we're not Dr. Fauci here. We're just stating facts. Uh, it's still very much a. Uh, there's still like a pandemic, and it's raging, and people need to be very, very careful and very, very cautious. I think that's part of the reason, though, Roddy, as a viewer that I'm just not getting up for some of these bowl matchups that we've had. And granted, the teams and the games have been pretty meh, but these are in empty Brother stadiums. Yeah, but these are in empty stadiums, and, and there's no there's no meaning behind what I've watched or what I've seen on the bottom third the last week and a half. Because these well, here's, here's but, but that, that's neither one of those two things uh, are unique to the season. Like, up to this point, all of these games would have been played in relatively empty stadiums and none of these games would have meant anything like that is this is bowl season we're just not excited about it because it's weird we didn't have the break that starved us of football for two weeks before it started we went straight from championship week into bowls like three days later and it's been trash bowls ever since but this this is pretty typical of bowl season i would say with the exception of some of the games are canceled like that's the only difference because the montgomery bowl was always going to be played in front of nobody and memphis was always going to dominate fau like the the game that is the most disappointing so far to me was ucf byu because ucf looked like it didn't have a pulse didn't care didn't want to be there that was the one that was the most disappointing to me all the rest of these games were just whatever yeah, and, and look, you're right. I mean, no disrespect to Georgia State and Western Kentucky in the Lending Tree Bowl, but we are— That wasn't a good game. 
No, it wasn't. That's my point. We're starting to get to some matchups where, you know, as we build and build and build for, for the January 1st semifinals, like, I'm interested in Oklahoma State-Miami. I'm yeah, interested in Texas-Colorado. Like, I think the games coming up on Tuesday night are, are good. Um, you know, Florida-Oklahoma, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm here for that stuff. Let's go. Do the, do the like, the, the Oklahoma State-Miami game I am excited about. But also, like for Miami, Jalen Phillips isn't playing. Quincy Roche isn't playing. They're 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 two fantastic defensive ends. For Oklahoma State, you've got uh, Tevin Smith not playing. You've got Chuba Hubbard not playing. Like, do the do the opt outs? Does that take away from from what's going on? And and I understand Oklahoma State has been they've they've had a couple of other guys be really good running the football. But still, Chuba Hubbard's the name that I know. Like, Chuba Hubbard's the one that's going to get me there. He's the only guy on Oklahoma State's team who's like a household name. And I and he hasn't had the season that he would have expected. He probably should have opted out this entire season back when the OANN thing happened. And he would his draft stock would have been higher. I'm just saying. That's probably true. But, like, the opt-outs have kind of tempered some of my excitement for some of these games, including that one. Yeah, but that's standard operating procedure. The, I mean, there have been more of them because of because point. of the COVID um, situation. But yeah, man, look, North Carolina is going to take the field without three studs when they have to go up against Four. Texas A and M. Who's the fourth? Surratt's not playing. Deami Brown's not playing, and both running backs aren't playing. Oh, I saw Michael Carter was out. I didn't realize yeah, Javante Williams. I didn't out realize too. Javante was, was out over as well. the weekend. Yeah, he was over the weekend. So, like, look, that's a thing. Um, I, I think a healthy and, and fully loaded UNC roster going up against A&M would have made for a better game. But again, like, let's cut through all that. You know, th- this ultimately comes down to the college football playoff. And, and now look, I, I, I'm going to say this. I'm going to speak out of both sides of my mouth here for a moment. That's what's going to get eyeballs. Like, the college football playoff is going to get more attention, more viewership, than any of this other stuff. But it's a shame because it detracts from, you know, on paper, what sounds like a pretty good matchup. Florida-Oklahoma sounds like a good matchup. Okay, well, guess what? You're not getting Kyle Pitts in that game. He's not playing because well, he he's going to be a pro. Season, so it's really? I mean, he got, he got yeah, cheap-shotted yeah. by Georgia. That's his fault? It's not his fault. It's Kyle Trask's fault, to be, if we're being completely honest. But, really? I mean, he, he's missed a lot of time. Yeah, bro. Once upon a time, throws like that were blamed on the quarterback and not the rece- not the safety. Not on the headhunter who's back there for using his helmet as a missile. Okay, very yes. good. Here's 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 the learning. Here's the, uh, here's the teaching point there. Don't throw that damn ball, Kyle Trask. Throw it somewhere where it's not going to get your receiver killed. Well, how about that? Like, you care about your dude? You want him to play the whole year? Let's not throw him let's not throw a ball where his head could be taken off why don't we go back to that part of football like hey let's let's make the targeting rules so that so that uh so that it'll it'll discourage headshots well okay if he doesn't get a headshot there then that helmet goes straight into his chest and he has a collapsed lung because kyle trask threw him into the path of a car and you're gonna give that dude the heisman trophy like he got the best player in college football killed Wow, uh, there's some takes. There's a lot of takes. Um, I don't think Kyle Trevor Trask Lawrence doesn't do that. I don't think Kyle Trask is going to win the Heisman. No, I don't think so either. In fact, he's 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 not even a finalist, right? Or is he a finalist? So <laughs> it's funny. He I, is a finalist. He's a finalist. I, they released the Heisman Trophy finalists on uh, Christmas Eve because you know college football. It just <laughs> like many other things. 
that we've experienced. It doesn't make a ton of sense. But yeah, the Heisman Trophy finalists are out. Kyle, Tra- there's no f- a formal ceremony this year at the Downtown Athletic Club in New York City. It's all going to be held on Zoom. But yeah, I mean, it's 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 going to be Mac Jones, and you he's think? not the best player in football. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who? who yeah, you think it's going to go to Trevor? I, I don't I don't think that um, I just think it's interesting like the, the person that would vote for Mac Jones I also feel like is the person that would vote for Devonte Smith you know so like are, are you going to get a contingent of of Alabama voters or contingent of voters period who truly believe that that Mac Jones is the thing is the best player on that offense or the most outstanding player on that offense. I think you get split opinions. Whoa. Now maybe maybe they don't maybe they don't give it to Devontae Smith because he's a receiver. But uh, the fact that he's a finalist, I mean, I don't I don't know how the Heisman voters are thinking. I don't think they know how they're thinking. They're as a conglomerate um uh, a little too bloated, but um, I don't know. You know, I think the fact that they're both on there could hurt both both of them. Wow. Okay. So again, I I have been off the college football grid for about a week, which uh, you know, it, there's is no excuse. I should probably have still read some stuff before we came on here to do the show. Uh, Devonte Smith is the overwhelming favorite in the betting yeah. markets to win the Heisman Trophy. He has overtaken Mac Jones. So I apologize. To Devontae Smith, who, um, I mean, very rarely do odds shift like that if this isn't kind of like, like locked down. So, interesting. Okay, wide receiver is going to win the Heisman. I, I can't, I mean, have you seen Devontae Smith in person? You're, I mean, I have not. I have not seen Devontae Smith in person. So, when I was in Atlanta for the SEC football championship, you know, you're on the field during warmups, and Devontae Smith is listed. He's listed at like six feet one seventy or six one one seventy. He's more like five ten, a buck fifty. Like he is. <laughs> he so is. Good. He is tiny. Uh, he's long. Like he's you know he's he's lanky, but I mean like his legs are. Like he is, he is very thin, Roddy. Like he is, yeah. he is very thin. He's the anti, like, <laughs> he's the opposite of DK Metcalf. Like I, I, you know, there are, there are, they're both elite wide receivers, but they are built. I mean, he's built like a bird. Devonte Smith is built like a, like a bird. I, I don't know how else to describe it. I mean, it's it's incredible just the way that he is assembled. Um. But he is a phenomenal football player. And that's the thing about Mac Jones. Like, yeah, he's the quarterback. But, I mean, he's not even the fourth or fifth best player on Alabama's offense. Right? right. Like, you've got elite wide receivers. You've got Najee. You've got elite offensive linemen. Um, Mac's just, you know, playing traffic cop out there. Yeah, and that's why it'll be interesting to see what he does um, this offseason. Like, does he decide to go to the NFL draft? Because I think opinions on him are going to be pretty split. They're already split. Like, some people have him as the number five quarterback on the board. Some people have him as a guy that's probably a third or fourth round pick. And, and to be honest with you, I think when the when, when everyone sort of digs in on the tape from this season, you are going to see incredible talent around Mac Jones, incredible talent in front of Mac Jones, and see a dude that's basically A.J. McCarron who's able to put up those numbers because of the scheme with Steve Sarkeesian and because of the 
overwhelming talent that they have all around him on the offensive line. That offensive line is a Joe Moore Award finalist. They're probably going to win it. And, and, and that, that the skill positions, even without Jalen Waddell, like it's still the best compilation of skill in the entire country. So um, it, it'll be really interesting to see what Mac Jones does this offseason if he decides to come back for another year or decides to give it a shot in the draft. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Uh, and again, Alabama, and we'll talk about this before we wrap up the show, but uh, at last check, a 19.5-point favorite over Notre Dame, which is an egregious line. Like I, I'm not saying I disagree with it. I, I, too, think it's going to be a blowout. But, I mean, man, we couldn't have thrown Cincinnati in there? Like, like No, we couldn't have. Uh, okay, all right. No, like the 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 argument that hey Notre Dame's going to get blown out, so let's throw Cincinnati in there. I hate that argument because it's like, all right, we don't want to see the team that we always see get blown out. Let's throw the team in there that's not deserving. Like Cincinnati doesn't deserve to be in the college football playoff. We just established this last week. You stick Cincinnati in any other league, and they're at best a two loss team. At best, probably more like a three or four loss team. To be honest with you. By the way, Cincinnati, Georgia in the Peach Bowl on New Year's Day. That's, uh, I mean, aside from the playoff, which Alabama-Notre Dame starts at 4 o'clock Eastern. Clemson-Ohio State is listed as, as an 8 o'clock Eastern kick. Yep. Probably probably start closer to like 8.15 or 8.20. Well, yeah, the kick's going to be like 8.17 or whatever. But, you know, for me, like Georgia-Cincinnati, yes, it's in Atlanta, but there's going to be very few fans there. Um I mean, if I'm ranking these games, that that might be, that might be in my top three, actually. Like I, I just, I, Georgia's got a ton of guys who aren't going to be playing, but that offense really has kind of flipped the switch since they handed it off to JT Daniels, another quarterback, by the way, Roddy, who needs to make his make up his mind on what he wants to do next year. Well, JT Daniels will be back. Like I, I right? There's no doubt. I, I mean, there's always doubt. I mean, it's, it's up to him. It's his call. But, I mean, and what he's done in, what, three starts, four starts has been, I mean, his stock is certainly higher than it would have been when he wasn't getting the football. Yeah, I'm just but saying. You're going you're gonna to cut on the film of JT Daniels from his time at SC um, from, what was that, like a year and a half ago? How many games did he play last year? He got hurt, like, in the first or second game, right? Yeah, it was like week two or week three he was out. Yeah, so yep. you're, you're, going, you're going back to two years ago to watch that film to make an evaluation on the dude, like... Uh, maybe he goes again. It's up to him. But if I'm him, you need you need a full season. And plus, we talked about this last week on the pod. Look at look at the quarterback class for next year. There is no clear guy or, or group of guys at the top. So if you go out and you perform, then you're competing with a Jaden Daniels, a Keaton Slovis, a Spencer Rattler, a Sam Howell to be in that conversation. A Kenny Pickett be in that conversation to be uh, one of the top guys drafted a first rounder cuz if if he comes out this year like I don't I mean maybe he's the low first rounder but it's because quarterbacks get overdrafted. Yeah. <laughs> you know that, that that every year and 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 for the, till the end of time quarterbacks will always be overdrafted. Um all right, so let's run through some of these games and and we can just go quick hitter here on, you know, something that you're excited about or if you're just like absolute pass then that's fine. Like, if you don't want to spend any time on Tulsa, Mississippi State, and the Armed Forces Bowl, Armed Forces, not Arms, Armed Forces Bowl. 
excuse me, the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces. Bowl. Okay, yeah. Shout out to uh, shout out to the guys who make the planes. Cheese It Bowl Tuesday night. Guys who make the planes? They make. Isn't Lockheed Martin a plane manufacturer? <gasps> oh, they make so much more, Stephen. I think they make like <laughs> ballistic missiles and okay, stuff. Okay, very good. Uh, even better. Cheese It Bowl Tuesday evening, five thirty kick. Oklahoma State, a uh, two and a half point favorite against DU in Orlando. Uh, Derek King is coming back to school next year. In case you've been living under a rock uh, for the last several days, or in a bottle of dark liquor, uh, celebrating Christmas. That that's newsworthy because Roddy, I, I think I think you've got a Miami team who can take some momentum into next season uh, if they go out and handle their business against Oklahoma State Tuesday night. What do you think? Yeah, I th- I think. This is a, a really, it's a really, I don't know if it's a big game for Miami, but they just got waxed by North Carolina. So getting the taste out of their mouth is, is certainly going to be important. And, and with Derek King coming back, it looks like you have the potential to get most of that offense back. Jared Williams, the right tackle, um, is not going to come back. He was a transfer from Houston with Derek King. But Brevin Jordan's got a decision to make. Mike Harley came on at the end of the year. He's got a decision to make. And Cameron Harris... And if you look historically, Miami has um, those players who are underclassmen who have this pro decisions to make. Generally, this is a fairly general statement, but but there's very few exceptions have decided to go. And most of them have been no lower than a fourth round pick like like they they you've had two first round picks no second round picks no third round picks all the rest of the guys are fourth to undrafted and and so if those guys come back then it starts to obviously change the trajectory of your program on a regular basis so so if if that starts to happen for Miami it's going to be huge And, and this is sort of a game that'll say all right we've got most if not all of our offense back next year uh here's what we're gonna look like and and imagine what the steps that we're going to take forward if that happens. So I think it's a big game. I think it's a big game for for Miami. Um, for Oklahoma State, you know, uh, would you consider this season a success for Oklahoma State? No, it's the same season that we've always seen from them. They they peak in October, which is exactly yeah. what happened this and, year. And it and it feels like it feels like this was a team at the beginning of the season that in this league it, it was ripe to be in the Big Twelve championship game. And so, from for their standpoint, missing on the missing out on the Big Twelve championship game, um, and really being just kind of meh for a lot of the year, especially the second half, as you said, after they peaked in October, which like October was month one and a half at this point, like they started so late, or we all started so late, that I I I think for Oklahoma State, losing to a Miami team would put a punctuation mark on the end of this year of complete and total just like what you know what the hell kind of you know just like complete and total utter disappointment in this year whereas if they were to win it it gains some of that back it's certain it's still a disappointing year for them the big 12 generally was was pretty wide open um and they were they were not able to get in the championship game. So so I do think it's a big game. I think it's an interesting one. The last time we saw Miami, gave, they gave up a billion uh, rush yards to North Carolina. So there's reason to think that uh, that Oklahoma State's going to be able to run the ball in this game. Yeah, I would like to amend my answer. This was absolutely a disappointment for Oklahoma State for to, to have Chuba Hubbard and Tyler and Wallace both come back to school and to finish in a tie for third in the Big Twelve. Um, I guess they were third alone, but either way, yeah. Well, Chuba, Chuba Hubbard, like I joked earlier about him opting out the year. Chuba Hubbard had a really disappointing season this year, 
And I don't know if that was more on Chuba or the offensive line or overall, but like LD Brown had some games, you know, like, so I think, I think the, the Chuba Hubbard thing in and of itself, like if you're him, do you decide to come back for another season? Because right now, like where's Chuba Hubbard going to get drafted? Right. That's fair. I mean, the guy led the nation in rushing a year ago and this season, uh, he was a disappointment. Six hundred and twenty-five yards on one hundred and thirty-three carries. The, the more disappointing thing is, like, you look at, you look at his yards per attempt, four point seven yards per attempt, which is not terrible. It's not where he was, obviously, the year before when he was at six point three. But look at the difference between his yards per carry, Desmond Jackson's yards per carry, five point six six on ninety-three carries, so not an insignificant number of carries, and then LD Brown. 5.64. So your two backups average 5.6 a carry and you average 4.7? Like what was the blocking that much better when they were in? Was what what was what was the difference? And maybe he was playing hurt, I don't know. I I I don't know what was going on with him. He didn't play obviously the last 3 games of the year. So um you know what what are what are you going to do there? He's obviously uh, he said he's going pro, right? He's opted out of the bowl game. Yeah, I mean, he's he's opted out. I would assume he's opting out because he's not saving himself for the 2021 college football season. But uh, look, Oklahoma State's still a disappointment. Spencer Sanders is still a turnover machine, just head-scratching interceptions and decision-making there. So I'm going to ride with the U on on Tuesday night in the Cheez-It Bowl. Does that Texas-Colorado game do anything for you in the Alamo Bowl? Well, I want to I want to pause you there. The reason I am not all in on the U is um, defensively they are are without their two best players on the defense. Their two defensive ends, and they have been so bad at linebacker this year, man. Like it, it it's it gives me pause to just automatically say, hey, I'm going to go with Miami because like Oklahoma State could come out and rush the ball for seven thousand yards, like. <laughs> After what we saw against North Carolina, you just—I just don't know. I—it's it, that one's a tough one for me to go. That one's a tough one for me to handicap because you don't know how to gauge. All right, which absences are more impactful? And to be honest with you, if we were to play that game and you made me do it, I would say the two defensive ends for Miami being up. I don't want to ask you to handicap anything after the championship week performance you bro. Put on. So I couldn't just pick all the favorites like you did. I didn't. And pick honestly, favorites. we both we both missed on most of our picks. It's not true. I'm looking at the list right here in front of me, bro. I I mean, I picked Ball State as a 12 point underdog in the MAC. I picked San Jose State as a seven point underdog in the Mountain West. I picked Florida plus 17. I mopped the floor with you in the championship week pick'em. You didn't mock. You didn't mop the floor with me. You didn't mop the floor with me. We went oppo on all three of those games, and I just told you. Right, but we also went oppo on um on no, we went the same on everything else. Yeah, you won all the ones we it. went oppo on. Yeah, yeah, yeah we did. See it. Did see it. Yeah, the Sun Belt Championship it. game killed me. <laughs> the game that didn't happen. Okay, yeah, very that good. Killed me. Crushed that 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 you're gonna Crushed hang your me. hat on that. Crushed me. Texas, Colorado. I'm I'm here just to root against Texas. Like I I, I mean. Colorado's Just, getting will the, will the 10 world in this game. Will the world implode if Texas loses? Because Colorado, like, they're not bad, but they're certainly not good. Well, look, if you're Texas, you've already said we're bringing back Tom Herman. And, yeah, I suppose they could call an audible there if somebody 
you know, was like, yeah, if like a, if an NFL coach is hanging out there, you know, in, in January and you wanted to make the move, but like the Texas is more than likely not going to make the move. They're, they're overvalued in a bowl game. I, I've seen this story before. Uh, it is the final college game for Sam Ellinger. Like that, to me, that, that doesn't move my meter, Roddy. Like I'm, I'm here for Colorado. Like I, I, I liked what I saw. Uh, out of Boulder this year and yeah they came up short against Utah and a de facto Pac-12 championship play-in game but uh, yeah man I'm I, I like Colorado so I'll take the underdog buffs all day in this one will you yes oh interesting I don't know uh, does it move the needle for me anytime Texas is there I do I am gonna watch it and honestly here's why it really moves the needle for me it's because this should be a game that we see every year in the Big 12 still. Like, what the hell is Colorado doing in the Pac-12? But anyway, it's neither here nor there. Um, I, I don't I, – I look, here's the thing, though. Texas has played well in bowl games in the past. I would not be surprised they went out and played well in this one. So, And I think they're a better football team than Colorado. Yeah, they are. I mean, Carl Durrell, though, in his first year uh, – over it's done a nice job especially yeah. yeah especially with what he was dealt i mean with with mel tucker leaving so late in the year or in the in the cycle and then he, you come in you get covid and all that yeah i think i think he has done a nice job um in his first year now I, you could say who did he really play this year which i think is a very very valid statement about colorado's schedule but um, the only blemish on the on the on the uh, the only blemish is against Utah. So it was a it did do a nice job. Let's be real though. This game kicks off at Tuesday uh, Tuesday night at nine o'clock Eastern. Your boy's in bed. Like I'm not, bro. You're gonna watch this. game. No, that also butts up against Curse of Oak Island. So what? Yeah, Serber, talk to him. Come on. There's an island in the North Atlantic where men have been searching for buried treasure. For hundreds of years. So far they've found bits of paper. Leather book binding. A stone with strange characters carved into it. This is the Curse of Oak Island. And yeah, yes, what? it comes on Tuesday night He's, and it's going to be... talking about? It's going to be more enthralling than that football game. Yeah, no, server's right. What? Like, what, what season are we on? What channel does it come on? What... What is this curse of Oak it's Tuesday night's it most it is, watched show on cable? You. Yeah, it no, 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 excuse me. Tuesday night's most watched nonfiction cable series on History Channel. Wow, on History wow. Channel. Wow, nonfiction cable series on hit. So it's the most watched on Tuesday nights that is nonfiction and on History Channel. It's a hit. Yep. So it is nonfiction, like it is actually tracking these. Oh, people. it's real. Brother, so they're it never is. Gonna nah, they're never going to find anything. No, no, see, that's now you've taken a leap. Bro, they're wrong. never gonna like none of these none of these reality shows ever actually find anything because we would have heard of it already. They're hey, taped, let me, taped let me, it let me, let me a long time real, ago. Let me ask you something real quick. Let me ask you something real quick. You think Franklin D. Roosevelt was a dumb person? Got him. No. I'm just curious. So you don't you think he was not a dumb person? He looked for uh, treasure on this island, dog. Okay. Did he find it? Don't know. We don't exactly. We really Wait, don't know. We don't we don't know if FDR found it or not and he died seventy years ago. Might have found some of it. Stash yeah, the rest. Right. Who knows? Exactly. Yep. Wait, Roddy. So, 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 Roddy. The, so the treasure that they're looking for may or may not have already been found and it may or may not still be there, but they're continuing to look for it and you guys are into this? There's a shiny gold thing, man. I'm more than into it. 
when it's Tuesday wow. night at nine o'clock Eastern, my wife she knows what's she knows what's going down. History She's Channel. A, yep. So you're in bed watching History Channel. Sure. Wow. She, she well, hooks have, up I've an IV never, directly to the TV and then it just goes straight into the veins. I've never, I've never thought you sounded more like a seventy-year-old than when you just told me at nine o'clock on Tuesday nights you were in bed with the History Channel. Yeah, Papa watches his treasure show Tuesday nights, yep. nine o'clock. Yep. Yep. Don't call, I, I, don't text, don't FaceTime, because yep. guess how what? Long, how long are you going to be invested in this thing without them actually finding anything? And what are you going to do when they do find it? I'm going to tell you and all the other haters out there you were wrong. Yep. And eat it. Yeah, basically. Roddy, what do you... Wow. Th- there's something down there, bro. Trust me. Like, th- there's, there's shafts, there's booby traps, yep. there's flood yep. tunnels. Yep. You think they did all that just because? Yeah, why is there why is there like leather book binding mm-hmm. 180 feet underground? Yep, tell strange, me that like to read underground. Strange, and, strange and, voids. Yep, yep, strange voids. They found bits of human bone from people whose heritage was that of the Middle East. What's that about? 180 <laughs> 180 feet underground in Canada in Nova Scotia. Explain I'm looking it to at it me. right now. It's Explain it to me, it's Roddy. Are you? It's various theories of buried treasure. You've never actually watched the show? Like you're you're seriously ignorant on this? You don't know about this? Yeah. I've never heard of this show. I think never you're the, heard of it. You're the only male that I personally interact with in the 18 to 40 demographic who doesn't watch the show. Yep. You're you're Are you you're, you're actually the only one. Yeah. Wow. So get your mind right. Mm-hmm. Check out the show I'm not and come back and see me. Curse with us, bro. Yeah, curse with us. I'm not going to do that. In the words of Jim Calhoun, get your facts right. Come back and see me. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to watch this show. I will tune into the Alamo Bowl at 10.01 after I've seen the preview for next week's episode. That's when I will lock into Texas and Colorado. There you go. Let's go to December 30th, shall we? Wednesday. You know, this is probably like a made-for-TV thing. This this island is privately owned. Stop. Like, it's, Stop. They Stop. probably plant Stop. stuff and uncover Stop. it all the time. Like, Stop. none of this stuff is real. Dude, you clearly haven't seen Gary Drayton work a metal detector because if you yeah. had, you wouldn't be speaking this blasphemy right now. Like, okay. that's disrespectful, man. You don't talk about Gary Drayton that way. That guy is a that guy is a legend, okay? Sometimes, sometimes it's a coin. Sometimes it's a button. Duke's Mayo Bowl, Roddy. I'll be honest. I like Wake Forest, but this is going to be a tough watch because Wisconsin games this year have just sucked the life from me. Uh, as much as we joke about watching like the Curse of Oak Island and all these hours worth of my life that I'll never get back, I feel that way watching Wisconsin football even more because, boy, it's been a rough, rough showing from the Badgers ever since they burst onto the scene with Graham Mertz and them hanging up what was it like 50 points on Illinois week one like ever since then Wisconsin has been hey, trash I missed you uh I just jumped back in I've, I got dropped off guys no I saw you drop off but what I was oh, saying okay. was Wisconsin football has been trash since Graham Mertz and them boys hung half a hundred on Illinois in week one. And I know that they've been battling COVID and I know that it's been a rough stretch for, for their football program, but I like Wake Forest. I want to watch this game. Um, and it's the Duke's Mayo bowl. Like, come on, that's a sponsor that works. Duke's mayonnaise football. 
Charlotte. Give me some. I hate mayonnaise, by the way. What? There's no mayonnaise in my fridge. Yeah, mayonnaise is gross. It's pretty disgusting. Oh, my God. I understand its value. Like, I get that there are people out there, sounds like you're one of them, Roddy, who can't eat bread without slathering this sauce all over it that's disgusting. That's not true. It's not, not true. sauce. It's, it's just cholesterol. So what's your issue with mayonnaise? Is it the fact that it's cholesterol? Or? It tastes terrible. Yeah, it tastes really, really bad. Who are you people? Bro, if there's a sandwich that, like a burger or any type of sandwich that comes with mayonnaise, and I Ugh. see that mayonnaise, and it's touching the wrapper or it's peeking out the sides, I will gag. Yep. Wow. Same. Same. Wow. Ran- mayonnaise serves one purpose and one purpose only, to create ranch and blue cheese dressing. That is the only purpose for wow. which mayonnaise is useful. You guys are, like, that's strange. What, your childhoods must have been really, oh, we just scarring. Didn't put, we just didn't put mayonnaise on stuff, man. If yeah, my, well, sandwiches, like, didn't, my sandwiches didn't turn rancid in my lunchbox. That's that's what my childhood was. I'm not one of those people that, like, has to have mayonnaise on literally everything. But, like, I don't get people who don't like mayonnaise because you like all the components of mayonnaise. You like what mayonnaise does. In anything that mayonnaise would normally go in or on, you typically substitute it with something that has all the components or many of the components of mayonnaise. But M- mustard is like nothing mayonnaise. like mayonnaise. Mustard is nothing like mayonnaise. It's not even close. No, yeah, they're they're those two things are not exactly alike. But like, okay, well, what's the thing we're substituting then that you say is like mayonnaise? Well, like on on a sandwich, what uh-huh. do you, what like what? How would you make a ham sandwich? Just mustard. <laughs> cheese yeah cheese yep. very similar to mayonnaise in terms of components Excuse a little me? bit different part uh, it it adds cheese? the creaminess cheese, cheese creaminess. is made eh, cheese is made from dairy though and as is mayonnaise no mayonnaise is made from eggs just eggs pretty sure just like eggs okay. and lard is it mayonnaise in the dairy section oh no it's not no, it's, it's in the condiment set. Really, condiment. Roddy? Wow, bro. Do you grocery shop? Do you even buy groceries? Probably, probably more than you two do. That's you do, not true. I risk it all by going to Costco and Publix once a week. I do the grocery shopping. Okay. It's literally the only time I leave the house. Yeah, me too. Anyway, so the mayonnaise thing is weird. Um, I, I retract my prior statement about the similarity, like substitution similarities, but... Do you Raw like deviled egg eggs yolks or like with egg gelatin. salad sandwich? Ugh. Yeah, no, dude. Come Ugh. on. No. Disgusting. God. Chicken salad? Chicken no. Salad. No, nothing. You guys are weird. Ugh. You, you want to know a great alternative for mayonnaise to make those two things you just mentioned, though? Sour cream, which is not gross. That's a good thing. Interesting. <laughs> Wisconsin Wake. Oh, uh, was that the end of? Do you want my thoughts on it? it? Like these bowl games are so. Here's the thing: these bowl games are so hard, especially like a Wisconsin Wake, a Colorado Texas. Like, uh, who knows who's Wisconsin? Like, what Wisconsin are we going to see? They've been they've been ravaged by COVID. You've had guys in and out all season, and yet they have the number one defense in the country. So, like, what what are you going to see there? I, I would love to take Wake Forest, but if this Wisconsin defense is actually legit, then Wake Forest has no shot because Wake Forest is not going to be able to stop Wisconsin. Their defense is just bad and and has been for the better part of the season. By the way, Wake Forest has played two games since October thirtieth. Yep. 
Go one on. One on November 14th and the other one on December 12th. So who knows, man? Like, I don't know. The last I had the last time Wake Forest played a football game, and they looked they looked like a team that hadn't played in a month. Now we've gone basically another three weeks since that, and we're going to ask them to play again. Do I expect them to look better? No, I, I don't know. Like, how can you? I have no idea what we're going to see in this one. I don't know. I, I don't know. Wake Forest is going to score 35 in this game. I don't know if Wisconsin can break the 20 mark. I know Wake's defense is suspect. I saw what UNC did to them. I saw what Louisville did to them. I saw what just about everybody did to them. But, man, Wake the Badgers Forest, have Wake been Forest a— Wake Forest has scored 21 points against Louisville. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin has only given up more than 20 points once this season, and that was to Iowa. And you expect Wake Forest to put Wake, up 35. Wake was coming off of the Rona, and they were rusty, man. They were shaking off the Rona now rust. Look, here's, here's the other part about Wisconsin, which makes, again, it makes it so hard to judge— Wisconsin hasn't played an offense worth a damn all season. And there it is. They haven't. I know. You're going to present to me Minnesota, Indiana, Sands, Michael Penix, Iowa? Like, they have not played an offense that really, like, is worth a damn all year. The Big Ten doesn't have many of those this season. Maybe one. What other offense in the Big Ten is good? Ohio State? Who else? Ohio State and Indiana. That's it. Yeah, well, Indiana doesn't have the quarterback anymore. Not so, anymore, but uh, they still have the lead wide good. receivers. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were good. Uh, so, like, that's the thing about Wisconsin. That uh, are they legit? Maybe, but some of it's who they're playing. And, and I, I think, I think, just going off of the history of who Wisconsin is, they're going to be really stout up front, and that could give Wake Forest some issues. Uh, at the skill positions, are they going to be able to cover the Wake Forest receivers? I, I don't know. I think it depends on how Sam Hartman's played. And to be honest with you, Sam Hartman could have six interceptions in the past two games, but only one of them actually was was received by by the defense. So I don't know, man. I'm going to be fading the Big Ten in these bowl games, man. I'm telling you that it's right now. It's probably smart because the Big Ten is trash this year. Yeah, it is. So give me Wake. Give me Sam Hartman on the sidelines with his helmet off all day. Let's go. Yeah, he's going to the Bachelor one day. He's a good-looking dude. So I, I think if you're the Deeks, you're getting seven. You got you got Dave Clawson, and you got a month to prepare. Let's go. I'll take, uh, I'll take the Deeks plus seven. I'll do that. Yeah, I know you will. What's uh, the over-under in that game? The over-under is 51 and a hook. Mm. Take the over. See, I don't know, man. Yeah. 51 and a, 51 and a half. I, I don't man. live too far from Charlotte, okay? About an hour and 15 with traffic. Uh, Wednesday forecast, it's going to be 60 and sunny. All right. Hey, when are you when are you singing, by the way, to pay off your bet? Whenever you want me to. Okay. Maybe when we wrap it's up. It's not my responsibility to, to prepare songs for you. Are we gonna are we gonna do like a are we gonna do a bowl pick 'em at all? Like are we having a competition? I gotta I gotta earn my money back from the last one because like you're taking the over on this Wake Wisconsin game and I'm I just giving I'll out take, free winners. That's all I I'm think doing. I would take the under on this one. I would. All right, I'll keep track of this stuff. But I mean, Rod Stradamus, you kind of sputtered at the end of the year, man. You finished nineteen and sixteen. I've got the records. You, you did fine, but official Rod Stradamus selections, you, you kind of sputtered down the stretch, man. You really did. I made people money. I made people money. What do you um, want from me? Very little. Very very uh, nineteen and sixteen. That's I mean that's like that'll get the job done. That's like fifty five percent, man. What's the uh, wolf? The wolf finished uh, one game above five hundred for the season. 
so I'm a little better than the Wolf. But he had like hundreds of plays. I mean, you you put out 35 picks. That's right. It. And and I was on a heater there for a while. It was like seven, eight, nine straight. You went six and you went six and zero oh over two weeks. That was your heater. So yeah, it was a nice run. Wolf finished the season pretty strong, actually. If uh, I I don't know the Wolf personally, but I do follow him at the Wolf Wins on Twitter. Uh, all right, so I'll be honest, man. The New Year's Eve slate, I'll pass on all these games. All of them. Tulsa, Mississippi State, Armed Forces Bowl, pass. San Jose State, Ball State. I do like San Jose State. I I do enjoy them, but they're they're gonna destroy Ball State. That's the Arizona Bowl. Good luck finding that on television. By the way, it's on CBS. Or CBS Sports Network. Either way, it's going to be hard to find. I think it's find. on Big CBS, which would make it really easy. To Thursday find. at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, it's on Big will you CBS. Please, will, you, will you please? Yeah, that's what it says. That's what it says on the uh, on, on what I'm looking at. Wow. Um, it's the Offer Pad Arizona Bowl. Please, Stephen. Pay respects to the sponsors. What is that? What is an Offer Pad? I, do I have to educate you all the time? You don't know. I hear you yeah, he rustling around. He's looking it up. What do you mean? What You're do you looking, mean? I don't know. Everyone knows here's the about best part. Pad, the easiest way to sell your home. That's like the one bowl game that's not part of the worldwide leader, so they didn't send you a write-up about that one, did they, Roddy? Boy, let you, you skip the it. headaches and hassles of selling your home traditionally. Get a free offer today. What do you mean nobody <laughs> knows about not, offer pad? They do not pay us any money. Why are you hitting copy points, dude? Yeah, you what hate mean? to see it, man. Oh, yeah, they don't. Never mind. We can disrespect them. Arizona Bowl. Uh, that that's like that's literally in Tucson where U of A plays. That's a sad bowl game. San Jose State, Ball State, pass. West Virginia Army. Now I will watch this, Roddy, just for you. There All you right? go. I, there I will is. watch okay. this just to see you have to put on a shirt, uh, a, a, a shirt and a tie, because you're actually on location. You're not in your living room in sweatpants. Uh, West Virginia Army. You know what the over under is in this game, Hot Rod? Uh, it's in the 40s. I know that. Low 40s. 41, <laughs> 41 and a half, bro. First team to 15 wins. Look hammer at Army's last. But look at Ar- yeah, hammer the under. Look at look at Army's last two games. Okay, they beat Navy 15 to nothing, and they beat Air Force 10 to seven, and it took a touchdown in the last minute of the game to get to 10. This game kicks at four Eastern. Assuming there's It'll be no, done by five thirty. Assuming there's no slide, Roddy, you will be at home in your hotel room by six thirty. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. I, I mean, this thing's gonna fly. Here's the deal, West Virginia. Oh, you've done the prep. I'll let you speak to it. But West Virginia's defense is very good. You already know what Army's bringing to the table. Uh, this game is gonna be. I mean, boy, it's gonna be like when you were calling Georgia Tech radio, where it's just, hey, a lot of running plays, man. Get in, get out, and get on with life. Yeah, uh, obviously, Army is not going to throw the ball very much, if at all. Like, Army would be perfectly content getting out of this game without throwing a single pass. If you look at their last at their last few games, uh, they attempted one pass against Georgia Southern, one pass against Navy, and two passes against Air Force. So, there you go. They have had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games this season where they have thrown the ball five or less times. We're going to fly through this game. And the only reason they threw the ball 21 times against Cincinnati is because they fell behind. Here's my question, though. Can they defend the pass? Because West Virginia is going to throw the football. Their quarterback, Deggy, is okay. decent. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's 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 not elite, but, I mean, I've also seen him go out and, and, and beat teams with his arm when he's needed to. So can Army defend what's going to come through the air from West Virginia? 
Well, Army is a little bit deceiving in that regard. They are actually the number one pass defense in the country. Now, here's the caveat to that. They run the ball so damn much that people don't have the opportunity, and they've played Navy and Air Force, so there you go. Um, but but Army is, is not devoid of talent on the back end. They are actually pretty long. Um, they're pretty athletic back there, so we'll see, man. Like they have not played a great passing team this season. Um, Cincinnati's probably the best one of those that they've played. Uh, so, and I'm not saying West Virginia is a great passing team. I actually think uh, if the, the path for West Virginia is more on the the Letty Brown um, ride that train through the run game, but. Um, I, this one is an interesting game to me because it's going to be low scoring and because it's one of those games that that is going to come down uh, that could come down to the last five minutes just because of the nature of it, you know. So I don't know. We'll see, man. Like, I, I think Army's got a pretty good shot to win. I think it means a lot to Army to be playing in this. I think it means a lot to Army to be playing in this game. Uh, are you getting some FaceTime with Coach Munkin? Oh, for sure. Coach Munkin was my position coach at uh, at Georgia Tech. I know that, but I I didn't know if with COVID protocols and with you know you guys doing TV, like th- these bowl trips are a lot different in terms of the prep and the amount of time that you're getting to spend around the teams, right? As opposed to under normal circumstances when you you'd be in Memphis for a little bit before the yeah, game. Yeah, like we're we're going. I'm flying in the night before the game um or the afternoon before the game getting my last covid test once i arrive and then and then we'll do the game the next day um yeah i'll probably get to see coach munkin from afar like i'm not gonna be able to give him you know to like you know give him a hug and all that stuff but um but yeah i'll make a point to go see him well i think it's going to be a uh again a, a fast moving game anytime you got a service academy getting a touchdown it's kind of like an autoplay. Like I, I'm, I'm, I got to take Army plus seven here. I just I, I, West Virginia is going to get the football. What do you think, Roddy? Five, six times? No, the, the look, it's going to be like a 10-11 possession game. So, so each team will probably have the ball five times a half. Um, and, and the question is, can West Virginia be efficient enough? And can they can they not panic? Like the service academies are accustomed to playing those games. They don't panic in them. They know it's going to be close. That's the game that they want to play. Is West Virginia going to be a team that is okay playing that style? Offenses start to press. They start to try to make big plays, and that's where you end up. And if you turn the ball over, like you're not going to see the ball for five minutes, and you have to be okay with that. Uh, nightcap is TCU Arkansas in the Texas Bowl, New Year's Eve, 8 o'clock Eastern kick. Let's be honest, under normal circumstances, this would be the game that you'd be watching with all of your buddies as you were throwing back. The you Mercari know, Texas Bowl. That is uh, that is like a, a juice cocktail, right? What is that? Um, it is a, it's the fast and easy way to sell or buy almost anything. It's an app. <laughs> oh, I was thinking a Cherubundi tart. That's what I was yeah, thinking of. Yeah, yeah, that was the uh, Cherubundi Tart Boca Raton Bowl. R.I.P. R.I.P. Cherubundi Tart. So anyway, the Texas Bowl, TCU, Arkansas. Here's the deal: um, TCU is 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 on a sneaky little hot streak. Uh, they closed the season having won five of six. They they won three in a row. Granted, one of those was against Kansas, so that doesn't really count. But uh, TCU is a good football team, despite what their record may show. Six and four. You're kind of like, meh, TCU. Uh, this will be a good game, uh, but I'll probably pass. Eight o'clock on New Year's Eve, I'll probably be doing other things. What are you going to be doing? 
other things, man. What are other things? We're in a pandemic. You're not going anywhere. You're going to be sitting at home. You're probably going to be watching Curse of Skull Island or whatever it is. Uh, there'll be some like uh, there'll it's be like Island, some man. Come there'll, on. there'll be some other options on New Year's Eve. Were you gonna you gonna watch Wonder Woman eighty four? Heard that was terrible. I might watch uh, might watch dinner in a movie. I think Fish is re racking the ninety five New Year's show at MSG. That's that's, <laughs> that's 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 a solid what? play. Why why are people hating on Wonder Woman eighty four like they didn't think it was going to be a superhero movie? Well, because because we here's the thing because because it stars a female superhero. I'm just no, pointing no, out like, like I'm I'm halfway I, through it. Is it is a pretty it is a pretty like it's it's, it's meh. I watched it. It's it's meh. How do you guys like, have all this time all these to watch this? Well, there's not there's a ton of action right now, Hartzell. And <laughs> yeah, there's, and and look, what am I like, doing with my life? Yeah. We we are spoiled by the Marvel movies, so every time the the Warner Brothers yeah, movies are, come out, those are meant we are to. we are surprised at how poorly they are done in comparison to the Marvel. They're, movies. they're they're all superhero movies, and most of them are just video games brought to life for two and a half hours. Like uh, there's no, very little like acting you, that happens in any of these movies outside the Batman franchise. But there's a lot of storytelling that's done in very all of the act, Marvel very movies. Very little, very little acting though. What do you mean? Very little like movie stuff that's actually happening. It's pretty well, much I'm not just a, a video. Which it it's sounds pretty much like you just, are. It's just pretty much video. I'm just, I enjoy them because I enjoy like shit blowing up and but like, <laughs> I mean, there it is. Th- we're just we it's got just video. It's just video games like for two and a half hours, basically, except yeah, but the you, main you character, the main character is is live action. But everything you else don't get, is a video tw- you game. don't get 22 movies of just video games without some concept of storytelling and also character yeah, development. I, like I Marvel, Marvel turned is the reason that they got 22 movies. No, in, Marvel turned Marvel turned the superheroes that nobody knew about or cared about into a into a multi-billion dollar franchise like who was. Who was I still for? don't understand how because of the because of the character development like you got I to know be- Thor and Captain ah, America I think and it has more Tony to Stark do, I think it has more to do with the actors they chose to play them being A-list celebrities and Liam so Hemsworth was an A-list celebrity seeing- before Captain before Thor Boom. was he Liam Boom. Hemsworth Chris Hemsworth whichever Hemsworth it is I I, I, be- I believe they were both like known before that yeah like, they weren't A-list celebrities Probably were. Robert Downey Jr. was coming off a crack binge when he decided to play Iron Man. He was a huge celebrity. <laughs> no, I'm not saying celebrity. he wasn't. I'm not saying he wasn't, but they got him off the rehab heap. Well, just because they got him off the rehab heap doesn't mean he wasn't still Who's, A-list. What's the like, Captain America guy's he name? Was. He wasn't A-list. Army Hammer? What was he in? I mean, he's he was a pretty big actor. I'm just saying, like, these people were famous celebrities, and they got cast in was the Chadwick roles. Was Chadwick Boseman an A-list celebrity? 100%, man. He'd done James Brown. He did Jackie Robinson. He did, he'd already done 42. I wouldn't like, consider he was, him he was, but yeah, that's he fair. was super acclaimed for for forty two and uh, get on up. Yeah, okay, that's fair. I'm just saying, like, part of the reason is because they got super super famous people like Scarlett Johansson. It's, that yeah, would be another Mark Mark Ruffalo, very famous, like uh, they, fairly famous. Very like, famous. I don't think the average person. I don't think the average person was like they were much more excited about Edward Norton playing that role than Mark Ruffalo. But it was much more successful with Mark Ruffalo. Perhaps. Uh, my point being, though, that like I, I like a lot of these movies made millions and billions and gajillions of dollars because of Gwyneth Paltrow and, and Robert Downey Jr. Like, 
I'm I, I, the storytelling. Like, the storytelling is okay. Like it's fine, but they're still superhero movies. You can't convince me that like the Marvel movie, like the only ones that I'm gonna go to bat for are like the the Nolan Batmans as being like a different level of cinema than like. But like Wonder Woman eighty four, sure, it's not as good as the Avengers movies. I'll give it's not as good that. as the first one. But it's Woman not either. like yeah, it's not. But it's also not like head and shoulders. Like those other movies aren't like head and shoulders above it. It's just like Wonder Woman missed in a couple points because they didn't have a real. I don't want to give it away, but there's no real villain in Wonder right. Woman eighty four until the end of the movie. Right. That's the problem with Wonder Woman eighty four. Yeah, I'm on. But I've seen a lot yeah. of people bashing Gal Gadot's acting, and I'm like, eh, don't, don't don't know why you came to this movie for acting chops, but. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. Sorry, that was a big tangent. I just, I man, people sh- people crap on these DC movies, and I'm like, well, because they're not good. They're generally not good. And you take like again, they are taking the characters that everyone knows and loves and making bad movies. Where the Avengers is taking characters that nobody knows and making really good movies. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. But I just don't, I just don't agree with the idea that the Marvel movies are so much better, which they're not. Are they better? Most of them, yeah, but yeah, you got it's some not like they're, yeah, but it's not like leaps and bounds better. It's not like we're talking like Citizen Kane versus I don't know the replacements. You Citizen know, like, Kane, not a great movie. Yeah, I'm with Roddy here. Overrated. Extremely all right, overrated. fair. All right, well then, what do we want to take here, guys? That is not <laughs> that is also widely accepted as the greatest film of all time. Godfather. You know, it, Okay, there you go. We're not compare. It's like it's your people make it out like it's the Godfather in comparison to uh, the Godson, right? Right, the, but the, like the we don't we don't get with Dom DeLuise. We don't get blockbuster. We don't get blockbuster like high cinematic movies anymore because they don't sell. So like yeah, we don't make original go, things anymore. Well, yeah. you got to go watch Lady Bird on Netflix because Lady Bird can't go like it can't survive in theaters because it's too expensive to put it out there and it doesn't sell so you got to do it through like netflix or whatever like the marvel movies are what sell on that so so like our tastes are changing in terms of what is hang on though la la land made a ton of money original idea original film yeah i'm not saying saying nothing yeah no that's that's fair i mean but like I, i just feel like we are inundated with all that all that like we are inundated with all of of the the content that is being made all the time that it's hard to sort of sift through so you just release it on like a streaming service and hope that it does fine and you hope and then it'll probably win an oscar like that's where the oscars are gonna go they're not coming out of disney unless it's animated how did we arrive here how did we arrive here after uh, straight up like what can mando win an oscar it should it is a cinematic masterpiece john favreau should be the caretaker of all the star wars stories from here on because he's doing a great job 100% 100% because he's, he's got both feet in the Star Wars camp. J.J.'s got one foot in Trek and one one foot in the wars, and he's coming out Sh- all... Did you say Shrek? No, 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 Trek, Trek. Oh, I thought you said Shrek. <laughs> I mean, sure. Is he making the next Shrek? Wouldn't surprise me because he's kind of a shitty filmmaker. Oh, that's a hot take. I like the new Star Wars because I'm a nerd. And, like, I the, Star Wars could have put anything out, and I would have liked it. But I also recognize that J.J. Abrams is... Eh. He's okay. Did you like the like the ending of the last Star like the last big Star Wars number nine? Would yeah, you? I, like, I was fine with that. You were? Yeah, I was fine with that. They could have fed me anything. Star like I, yeah, I like fair. Solo. I like 
Rogue One, I like all well, of like, like I have not seen Rogue One, but I heard Rogue One was like actually really good. Rogue One is the only thing that stands up to the to the Mandalorian, in my opinion, as far as like as good as you the watch Mando trilogy, Stephen. Uh, I watched uh, the first Bro, two episodes of, okay. of the first season. Bro, I don't have time. Right, you got to go. You got to go. You got to. You, you don't you're have on, time. You're two, you you're got two, two boys. You got two boys. You need to sit down in front of that TV and watch Star Wars. There's a lot of violence you, you also, on that like, show, man. I've watched all of look, your Oak Island time needs to be spent watching The Mandalorian. Man, that's my time. Okay, I, I don't sit around and watch a ton of TV. It's our time. You don't have to watch a ton of TV. You have to watch one hour, and like most of them, it's not even, even an hour. hour. They're yeah, like they're forty like, minutes. Bro. Yeah, at most this. What season. time? They're what like time? What There's time, one that's fifty something. What time do you put your kids to bed, Roddy? Seven o'clock. Okay, and then what time do you yourself go to bed? Uh, probably eleven thirty. Yeah, I don't have that four and a half hours. I don't have that. These kids go to sleep between seven thirty and eight thirty. And then I'm about 45 minutes behind him, man. I don't have That's that. 45 minutes where you can do. What, like, what do you, oh my what do, you do? What do you do to wind down, Stephen? I'd what rather. I mean, I I, that's my business. Don't worry about it. But my point is, I don't have four hours to sit around and binge watch television. You have to have four hours to binge watch. You have to watch one 40 minute episode a day for about a month and you're caught up. All right. I'll talk to you in February. I- I'm here for our listeners who do have four hours to binge watch because that's that's how I watch season two of The Mandalorian. One sitting, four hours. Let's go. Good for you guys. Yeah, I, I didn't awesome. even realize that the guy from Swingers is in charge of this. I, that's that's news to me. John Favreau. He, yes, yes. I should probably pay attention job. to the credits. I should he, probably pay attention to that stuff. He's doing a hell of a job, man. And then we had uh, Rosario Dawson directed an episode in the yep. second season, as did Bryce Dallas Howard. I think Bryce she directed Howard, two. Yep. She did. Yeah. She did a few. We started talking about TCU Arkansas, and we you know, ended up here. We should spin off. We should spin off a podcast. Like you guys got hand in the dirt. Uh, we should spin off one server where it's like, you know, sort of the the, the Marvel sci fi football version of this. Yeah, so, we want to do like a Doctor Who football pod. I'm here for big, it. I'm I'm a big Harry Potter guy too, oh so we're bringing my, some yep, of that. God. Into the yep, talk 100%. some video games too. Yep. Like I, I, once I get my PS5, we can expand into that. This is a good idea. Dude, Dude, how about the how about the video of the kid getting the PS5? His dad saved it to the end. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. legit. Dude's like, let's go! Let's go! Man, <laughs> I felt I, I felt that kid's energy. Yes. In my soul. That's yes. all he wanted. He opened up I've every other there. gift hoping for that. That was me with but the like, PS2 that, when it dropped. It, I got it at Christmas. Right. They it's brought it out from the back like that, too. Oh, oh, did they really? What's yes. good? It's, it's a heady play on the dad's part because once you unwrap the PS5, like nothing else is getting unwrapped. Nothing exactly. else is getting done. Yep. So you got to bring that one out last. Just yeah, a, that, like, that's just how it's got to work. That kid was bummed too. Could you tell at the beginning of the video he was sitting there like, yeah, I got, I got yeah, clothes. I, I got like, yeah. I didn't get the PS5 though. I didn't get that five though. I didn't get that five though. And then dad was like, guess what? You, you got, got the, the five, five dog. He's like, let's go. Let's go, dad. Ah! He hugged dad before he even touched the PS5. It's a good kid. Sure did. Yeah, yeah, he is. He is. We'll, we'll let you bring in, since since the Curse of Oak Island is not like, it's not confirmed that they're actually going to find anything, that can be included in this, this sci-fi. Uh, sci-fi spinoff bot. <laughs> it could be aliens. Since it's they, basically, they, they it's have, basically fantasy at this point. They have traversed the it could be aliens uh theory a time there, and there it is and there it is yeah well they they brought in the guy from uh ancient aliens with the hair you know what i'm talking yep. about who they made the 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 memes of it's the same voiceover guy too they trotted him out there and i was like you know what it's 
we sh yeah, that's aliens did not do this. But I got away from that very quickly. <laughs> all right, let's uh let's put this back on football for just a moment. If if you guys if you don't mind, I I just want to get Roddy's takes on the New Year's Day games. We don't have to talk about you know the Outback Bowl, all right? But I I do want to get some score predictions from you, Roddy, on the CFP because like I'm gonna keep track of this. And look, you were on site. What a difference a year makes, right? You were yeah. on site for Ohio State Clemson a year ago. And I was supposed to be on site for one of these games this year, but uh, I got to sign the Liberty Bowl the day before, so that nixed me. I'm sorry. Yep. Do you want to talk about it? I mean, this is a safe place. No, it's fine. Okay. Um, Alabama, Notre Dame, and Clemson, Ohio State. Are either one of these games competitive? Yeah, I think I think the Clemson, Ohio State game is competitive. For four for quarters? like all of four quarters because here's the thing like i i know that the bulls will 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 they'll lull you in like you'll get duped based on what you saw last time they these teams took the field right um but in some of these cases like it, it's 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 a survive and advance type of scenario like ohio state did not look good in their win over northwestern clemson looked amazing in their win over notre dame so you're like, okay, Ohio State, stock down. Clemson, stock up. And and I think this line is right where it should be. I, I think, I mean, Clemson as of today is a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. That's just outside of that touchdown range. I, I think that's where this game is. I just don't think Ohio State can keep up. Like, I, I think Clemson's going to be able to score a lot easier. And, and, Roddy, you tell me if I'm wrong here, man, but Ohio State's secondary, not great. It's not very good. Yeah, but Clemson's receivers aren't great either. Wow. I mean, they're good. They're really Pardon. good players. They're not great, though. Like, it's not... It, okay, if you had last year's Clemson team with this year's Ohio State defense, it would have been a runaway. Like, a complete and total runaway. But Clemson doesn't have T. Higgins and Justin Ross. They don't. So you're relying on Cornell Powell, who's a fifth-year senior, who's had a nice end to his career at Clemson. But for the majority of his career has just been a rotational guy to give guys a breather you're you're relying on ej williams on the other side who's a true freshman extremely talented but a true freshman and you're relying on amari rogers really dangerous in the slot maybe he's the guy but i don't think he's going to strike the fear of god into ohio state's defense so so look i'm just playing counterpoint here i think clemson dominates that matchup i think clemson says the clemson uh clemson's offense basically does uh, not whatever it wants to do, but it has a lot of success against Ohio State's defense. But I don't think Clemson can take advantage as much of Ohio State's weakness at cornerback in particular uh, as much as they could have like a year ago. And I don't, I don't think that's a that's a complete uh, a complete just rollover. This is the key that's going to drive uh, drive it home for Clemson. Are you concerned about Clemson's ability to stop the ground game of Ohio State? I'm more concerned about for Ohio State if they're going to like dedicate themselves to the ground game because it seemed like they were fighting themselves for much of the Big Ten championship game for some odd reason. Um, here's the thing for Ohio State. Justin Fields has to play better than he's played all year. He hasn't played well this year. His stock has taken a hit. Like If you listen to, watch what's happening in terms of what people are looking at for the draft, this is a dude that was the shoe-in number two, maybe number one quarterback coming into the year like could fight for number one now he's fighting for number two and just because we didn't see Trey Lance very much 
we only saw him for one game. So is I, that I think, who they think is better than Fields? I don't no, keep up with Zach NFL. Wilson. Zach Wilson's the number two quarterback in the draft right now. Seriously? Yep. Yeah. See, these NFL draft guys are just okay. Whatever. Um, I, look, I get it. Fields is has regressed, but at the same time, the dude hasn't played in back-to-back Saturdays. He's done it once all season. Once. That's not his fault. Like, that's not his fault that this whole season has been start and stop, start and stop. No, but but do you think that's going to change? Like, uh, from, a, from a draft analyst perspective, how do you evaluate? How do you factor that in? And then from, like, a, what we're going to see on New Year's Day, do you think that's going to change? I, I don't care as much. Uh, I, just to clarify, I guess what I'm saying is I don't care as much about what NFL draft people are saying about fields as much as I'm looking at it in terms of where's the ceiling. I think the ceiling for fields is much higher than Zach Wilson personally. Maybe um, it, either way, it doesn't matter as long as he's still on the board when the Falcons are drafting at four. That's all I care about. I mean, no, bro, we're getting penny school. That's underwhelming. I, I don't want to draft a quarterback. I would like us to. We're going to have a new general manager and a new coach. Let's go get these old guys out of here. Come on. If you have a chance to get Zach Wilson or Trevor Lawrence, I think you do it. If you have a chance to get Justin Fields, I'm not sure you do. All right. Personally. I'm glad you're not in that front office. If you trade back, if you trade back to like nine and you can get Fields there, you take them there. Okay. Well, we'll see. I mean, I'm sure. Just the, the, whatever you do, for the love of God, do not take another pass rusher. Yeah, but it, I would I would be in love with a Penny Sewell pick, though. Like, he's going to anchor your offensive line for the next 15 years. Yeah. Ten. I'd take ten. Fifteens sure. are reach, but I take yeah, ten in this day and age. But ten years, yeah, for sure. Back to the game. I want scores. I mean, because look, Notre Dame, Alabama. It's going to be like it's going to be like fifty to fifteen. I mean, it's going to get out of hand. Is that your score? Is that your score prediction for Notre Dame? I Alabama? will release my official score prediction on the Felder Friday edition of College Sports Now, which will oh, drop on this. New always Year's Day. Always yeah, I think this. Alabama gets to the fifty mark. I think they hang a fifty burger on Notre Dame, and I think they cover the spread. All right, um, so for I'll go Alabama-Notre Dame first. I'm going to go uh, Alabama 42, Notre Dame 20. Okay. Um, Clemson-Ohio State, I'm going to go Clemson 45, Ohio State 28. Serber, uh, you are welcome to give your picks at any point this week. We, we're, we are operating as a as a normal week, so Wayne on Thursday and Felder on Friday. So we'll, we'll have multiple chances to drop these, but... As a Clemson fan, server, you feel okay? Like, cause you picked Notre Dame to win the ACC championship. Yeah, we'll get my feelings at the end of the week as okay. well. Okay, all right, very good. Oh, come on! You just leave me hanging. Like, I can't. Yes. Try your thoughts. I, I expect to get a download. I need that extra download on the stats uh, this coming Friday. I got Cincinnati straight up in the Peach Bowl. That's my upset special. I, I'll give you that now. I feel comfortable dropping that. Beyond those games, though, like, you know, look. I hope Cincinnati loses, man. Just so people will stop talking about just them? Just so people will shut up. Here's the thing. No doubt. If, <laughs> sick em. If Georgia wins this football game and JT Daniels comes back, both of which are very likely, Bulldogs are favored by more than a touchdown, uh, Georgia's probably a preseason top two team next year. And let the hype begin. Because it wouldn't be a, a college football offseason without lots and lots of of Georgia hype and Roddy Jones, you know where they open the season next year, do you not? Uh, they open the season at Clemson, I believe. 
versus Clemson in versus Charlotte. Clemson. In Charlotte, yeah, 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 in Charlotte. Some good ones. Oh, you've got to open the year next year. You've got that game. You've got Miami, Alabama, which will probably be a matchup of top ten teams. Where's and that Alabama game? A blowout. Where's that, that game? Atlanta, I believe. That's interesting because you know who I I know who Miami's got week two, and it's already circled on my calendar as a as a must play spot. They host the Mountaineers of App State week two. Oh wow! Yeah, must play. Must play. Mm, yeah, App State's going to be getting like seventeen in that game. They might win outright. They're not going to win outright. <laughs> they are if Alabama. Well, we'll see. Look, uh, uh, who, knows, right, who knows, man? Who knows? I hope these games actually here's, happen. Here's the, top, here's the top five going into next year, okay? You ready? Top five teams in the country. Uh, I don't know what the order is going to be, but it's going to be Alabama, Georgia, Clemson. Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, Oregon, and uh, who am I forgetting? Ohio State. Maybe Texas A&M at six. There's you think Oregon's going to get that much love? Yeah, I think Oregon will get a lot of love. I think they'll get a lot of love. Wouldn't surprise me, but they haven't earned it. Yeah, I think they'll get a lot of love. It'll be an, you'll have another season with Shuck and Moorhead, and you know you'll kind of excuse that. You, they may have the number one overall pick and Kayvon Thibodeau. Like they're going to get a lot yeah. of love. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point, Kayvon. No Notre Dame. No, no, you, you're going to have mass exodus from Notre Dame. Notre Dame's going to have to replace, I believe, four of their five starting offensive linemen. Yeah. Um, and Ian Book, if he decides to leave, they'll have to replace Owusu Koromo on the defense. Uh, they'll replace most of that defensive line. They're going to have to replace um, no, Notre, three of their four linebackers at play. Like, they're going to lose a ton. Notre Dame in college football is very similar to, like, a UNC in college basketball. Like, it, they, they go through cycles where they build their team up. The yeah. next year smells like a seven and five or eight and four campaign for Notre Dame, and then they'll go like ten and two, and then they'll be back in the mix for another year or two. It's it's kind of what they do. It's kind of hey, the way that program runs. Now. Speaking of basketball, how much have we watched? Come on, let's be honest. Hoop season, zero. Zerber, I watched Clemson because we're pretty good this year. Look pretty decent, like a tournament team. Well, but for that's it for those of for those of you out there that are ready to dabble in the hoops, we got Matt Norlander checking in this week. So keep your eyes peeled, man. We're talking hoops. I'm not going to talk. Notre Dame's hoops. got Cincinnati on the schedule next year. I'd say they're they're an eight and four team next year because out of the ACC, they get Georgia Tech, Virginia, North Carolina, Virginia Tech, and Florida State. So that's four and one right there. <laughs> it is. Who's the loss? North Carolina. What about your jackets, man? Bro, stop. 404 Bro, the culture. Stop it. Stop Next it. year? Stop it. That could happen. Sims? Okay. Okay. I mean, look, I, I was just... No. Uh, man, their schedule's a cakewalk next year. You're right, Notre Dame. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. It's a cakewalk um, every year. No, yeah. no, no. Some years they have to play Clemson, and then, like, maybe they'll... They've played Clemson actually, right. one it's time only, since their only, since their agreement with the ACC started. It it's actually year. it's actually turned out to only be Clemson that they play that's good because UNC is right. always trash. They cycle through five ACC teams, and we are always looking for the non ACC team, the non Clemson ACC team that's going to give Notre Dame trouble. And the fact is, there isn't one. Like yeah. you cycle Navy, through the ACC. Navy. That's it. Navy's <laughs> the only one they struggle with. Yeah, well, yeah, they're not an ACC team, though. That's what I mean. That's the only non-ACC team that gives Notre Dame a game on a consistent basis is Navy. 
Yeah, and you you hope like we hope that SC is going to be back. We hope that Stanford's going to be good at some point and give them a game. They play Wisconsin next year at Soldier Field, so uh, I I don't know what Wisconsin's going to be next year. They're going to go back. Florida to State's going to be trash. They're going to go no, back. They're to the not playoff. going back. To, they're not yes, going they back are. To the they're going to beat no. the Knowles. They're going to beat Toledo. They're going to beat Purdue. They're going to beat Wisconsin. They're going to beat Cincinnati. They're going to beat Virginia Tech. They're going to beat USC. They're going to beat North Carolina. They're going to beat Navy. They're going to beat Virginia. They're going to beat Georgia Tech. And they're probably going to beat Stanford. None of those teams are going to be good next year. <laughs> I would say maybe SC, Wisconsin SC and SC probably thinks they're going to be pretty decent. Wisconsin is always a good football team. Uh, North Carolina is going to be good. They're going to be really good. Yeah, maybe North the North Carolina game is the only one that looks like an L though. Like yeah, that's the only that's the only that's the only game on this schedule I, where I, I, see I would anybody say they're getting they're, up and they're probably a three, points. They're probably a three loss team. They're nine and three, eight and four team next year, in my opinion. Yeah, just just like pre like obviously this is like the pre pre preseason, not knowing who everybody's got, but um, I would say three losses for Notre Dame. Yeah, just wait for that portal to open up, man. Just wait. You know it's Bro, coming. The portal is open and active. Chase Bryce going to be the starting quarterback for your Mountaineers, and they go down to Miami. He's going to throw seven picks. I got a text from an app fan about Chase Bryce. Like, what should I know about Chase Bryce? And I he just throws the ball back. to the other team a lot. I, well, I just responded back. He just threw an interception. It's <laughs> good. It's good. It's good. That's good. Look, I, I enjoy the fact that we're talking about 2021 football, man. I, I, I would love for all these glamour non-conference games to uh, to happen, right? Like, I Are I, you uh, are you at all interested in the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl with Oregon and Iowa State? I am. Yeah, Top I am. Top 25 matchup. I think that's a, I think that's a tasty game. A little tasty. I, I mean, look, I, I, Iowa State, they had it on their racket multiple times, to borrow a tennis metaphor, and they just kept double faulting. Like, Brock Purdy threw some bad picks in that game. They had the football down six. Yes, I was watching. With uh, with two minutes to go. And a chance to beat Oklahoma. And Purdy's like, ah, screw no, it. I'm good. Throws up a jump ball, and that's that. It's like, those guys had a chance to be Big 12 champs. I'm not saying that would have changed the college football playoff outlook at all. I know you were banging that Big 12 drum, Roddy. Sorry. Well, I just told you, I told you that the Big 12 was not out of it. That's what I told you. And the answer was that nobody was really in it other than the four teams that got in it, but they were not completely out of it. Right. But like everyone else who works for ESPN or cashes a check from Disney, you needed to push the narrative that there were other teams outside the top four that had a chance, when in reality, they did not, sir. They did not have a chance, um, which is fine. Like, I get it, man. Like, I I'm we're all going to watch the games, so mission accomplished, but spare me with the talk like that's why i don't watch the shows i listened to the show on the ride back from atlanta and was like this is trash like we're 30 minutes it was like what were we 25 minutes into the show before we actually get the top four like get out of here man like find another way to pay bills like we don't need to just keep feeding we don't need to keep feeding at the trough like this and that is my goal for 2021 listeners just do better that's why you come here for sports takes, man, because, I mean, we're not feeding at the trough, man. We just speak our mind. And that's why we gave you a 10-minute diatribe about what, Wonder Woman? What was that? Yep. WW? Yeah. I live I live to put this show in a different category than sports. We've we've when, literally we just come up with another spinoff. You guys have Hand in the Dirt. We're going to have it's – a, it's, a, it's a working title, but whatever, whatever the combination of, like, 
superhero, Avengers, Mandalorian, like whatever that. I guess it's sci-fi. Would that be? It's all considered sci-fi. We're not the, too deep. Like the Mo Avengers. In, I don't want to get into like like the the Star Trek episode three of season twenty-seven. Like I'm not going to go that deep, but like we can talk about that stuff. I mean, look, all you have to do is find is find an area, find a topic where there's nothing else. Like Hand in the Dirt is a gardening podcast about football. Guess what? There aren't any others. So if you guys want to talk about sci-fi, video games, uh, and Marvel comics, like I, I feel like there that's a pretty competitive you know, there, space, but, man. Sure. But are they you talking what? football there? Exactly. Oh, so there's football talk too. Oh, you didn't mention that. I thought oh, this of was just football talk. Oh, I, I thought this was just dudes talking about what they wore for Halloween. I, I didn't realize no, you no, were no, talking no, no, ball no. too. Okay. Don't got be disrespectful. It. Okay. What What Marvel character would you assign Dabo Sweeney to? Like, who would he be? Ant Man. Oh, really? Yeah. I was gonna go Iron Man. You think Iron Man? Yeah, because he's annoying. Like, people are really annoyed by him. Paul so Rudd's pretty like, annoying, man. Yeah, Paul Rudd is pretty annoying. Yeah. I like Paul Rudd. I don't think he's annoying. I Yeah, I, he's I an too enjoy. Character. Yeah, exactly. I, too, enjoy Paul Rudd in every role he plays. I also recognize that's an annoying dude. But, yeah. but like, highly successful, like, one of the behemoths of the series at this point of college football. I think he, I still, I think I still stick with Iron Man. Like there's a very, there's yeah. a very, there's a He's very relatively fresh to the scene too. Right. right like Iron right, Man is a right. new like he superhero. Has, Captain the, America has been around for like a hundred years. Yeah. X-Men has been at it for like 20, 30 years now. Yeah. I get what, yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah so I think he's Iron Man. Yeah. yeah. At Roddy Jones 20 on Twitter. For those that want to see live shots of Beale street coming Tom up this Herman week. Is Wolverine. Like he keeps taking the bullets and he just keeps healing. He's still there. Yep. Like he's still there. He's this last he's a, this last season's about to be Logan though. <laughs> <laughs> His next season coming up. We're about to get him. Yep. <laughs> can't, can't heal from these wounds, brother. <laughs> Got him. I can't contribute to this, man. I feel left out. I'm I'm just uh, I, I can't uh, contribute. Why don't, wa- why don't you watch a movie, dog? Man, why don't you guys get into cards, man? We can talk about these Panini Prisms. See? Panini Prisms. What is that? Oh, my God, bro. Please, do better. Hartzell sent, uh, to be fair, Hartzell sent me an unboxing video of, like, this dude opening up a case, or two cases of, like, cards, like, within each thing was, yeah. like, Box 12, break. 12, 15 packs of cards, and he's just breaking open cards and going through them and, and you know. Every now and then he'll pull out one. It's got a little hologram type of design on it. It's like a rookie. What was that one Justin Herbert going for that he pulled? Like nine grand? Yeah, dude. I know you're in the basketball game, but I could. Dude, yeah. the NFL. I, I, I got to avoid that. The Hard NFL stuff. rookie card game right now is is exploding, man. People want these Tua's. They want these Herberts. Why, though? Like, why do people want these? They want these burrows because it's all about prospecting, man. Like, it's all about saying, I think this guy is going to be the next, I mean, fill in the blank, Tom Brady, Joe Montana, you know. And at that point, it's valuable because they're, because they, say, because hey, they, this was their car, this was their rookie card and now he's a Hall of Famer. And I'm going to sure. show off the fact that I've got a rookie card of this dude. I never got the whole card thing. Like, <sighs> 
hey, look at this thing that I got his rookie year that he never touched or signed or had anything to do with other than having his face on it. Hey, well, you guys, well, what, what, who do you think Dabo Sweeney would be if he was a comic book character? Well, <laughs> Come hey. on, man. Get out of here with that, bro. Come on, man. Like you're trading a grown man's face on a piece of paper, and it's like, oh, I'm gonna pay nine grand for that, so I can sit it in my man cave, and every some time of I these, pass by it, I'll just look at look at it with pride. Some of these are signed, for the record. Here's some the other of these thing: prisms come That's out different. signed. I'm a, I'm a big fan, and 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 Cerber, I know you can relate to this because you're you've got a record collection, but like, there's something to be said for like Roddy, you got all excited because you had a little pack of 14 mini ACC helmets. What happens when the internet goes down at your house and you can't watch Disney Plus? When the power goes out here and I've got these Panini prisms and they're wrapped up, I got something to keep me warm, bro. See what I'm saying? I'm going to burn them? No, I'm going to hold them tight. I'm going to hold them tight. See, that's what I'm saying. I can read a book when the power goes out. Please. You you need the Panini prisms? Maybe. Maybe. I love the English major on our podcast going, please, to the prospect of reading a book. (laughs) (laughs) That's the show.